And then also open up to uh, Luke 18. We'll be in both of those. Give me one second. Okay, so this is our last disciple. We've gone through all of them at this point. So today we're going to be studying Matthew, which ironically we're going to be looking in the book of Luke because Matthew doesn't actually talk about himself in his gospel. Um, So you don't see any of him in there. Um, But yeah, let's throw up that list one more time. So we have gone through Matthew, or we'll go from the top, Peter, Andrew, James, John, Philip, Bartholomew, Thomas, Matthew now. And then James, Thaddeus, Simon, and Judas. And I hope you remember all of their alternative names, too, because Matthew also has one, which is Levi. So really easy to remember, right? Um, I bet I could probably, like, throw it out there for to see who actually knows all 12, and we still probably wouldn't know it. Um, <laughs> but anyway, okay, so... Obviously, Matthew wrote the Gospel of Matthew, but like I said, we don't have any details in that, so we're going to be looking in Luke. Um, Matthew's uh, book is actually the most Old Testament detailed um, of all the Gospels, so we know that Matthew's a big nerd too, kind of like Philip and Bartholomew were. You can turn me down a little bit. I feel like I'm screaming. Um, But yeah, so we know that he's a little bit of a nerd too. And uh, so just keep that in mind as we uh, start digging into Luke 5, uh, 27 through 32 here. So if you don't have your Bibles, it's up on the screen. Verse 27 says, After this, he went out and saw a tax collector named Levi sitting at the tax booth. And he said to him, Follow me. And leaving everything, he rose and followed him. And Levi made him a great feast in his house. And there was a large company of tax collectors and others reclining at the table with them. And the Pharisees and their scribes grumbled at his disciples, saying, Why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? And Jesus answered them, Those who are well have no need for a physician, but those who are sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to to repentance. Right? So it's, it's such a scandalous thing because Matthew's a tax collector, right? We've gone through this list of what these guys do. Most of them, I mean, we've got some fishermen. We've got a terrorist, right? We've got uh, the one guy that's not from Galilee that ends up betraying Jesus. Um, Matthew's actually even more of an outcast than Judas, arguably, um, because Matthew is a tax collector, which in this culture they're just the worst. So, and especially the type that Matthew is, because he's a Jew taking money from Jews, right? So he's, he's taking these taxes and giving them to um, the, the higher-ups, and he's also pocketing a lot of that, too. <laughs> so he's not just taking that, but he's also stealing from fellow Jews. Um, and so he's just, he's one of the worst people, like lower than even like prostitutes and criminals and people, people that legit steal stuff, he's worse than that in, in people's eyes. So when I think about tax collectors, I always think about Robin Hood, the old school one, the one that matters, the Disney one that's animated. Who's seen it? It is the best Robin Hood. It will always be the best Robin Hood. I will fight you on that. So we're going to watch a little clip of that because I always think about Sheriff of Nottingham when I think about tax collectors. So 
Go ahead and show that real quick. <laughs> Things can't get worse. Howdy, Friar. Well, it looks like I dropped by just in time. <laughs> what is that big belly bully want here? Father, shh. Oh, well, what have we got here? Now, just a minute, Sheriff. Th 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 that's the poor box. It sure is, and I'll just take it for poor Prince John. <laughs> Every little bit helps. Ooh, you put that back. And his majesty also blesses you, little sister. You thieving scoundrel! Now take it easy, Friar. I'm just doing my duty. Collecting taxes for that arrogant, greedy, ruthless, no-good Prince John? Listen, Friar, you're mighty preachy, and you gonna preach your neck right into a hangman's noose. Get out of my church! Ow! 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 Oh, dear me. Do you want taxes? I'll give you taxes? Oh, give it to him, give it to him, give it to him, Friar! I think so. Yeah, you can probably watch it on Disney Plus. It was on Netflix for a little bit too. All right. So, yeah. So they're just the worst. Um, they they take money from people uh, that especially need it, um, and they just pocket some of it even. So they're just the worst. Um, they're also really isolated. Um, so they don't really fit into any classes. Um, so to give an example, they were the exact opposite of zealots, right? So we learned about them. They would kill government officials because they believed that God was the only person that could ever, ever gather, govern um, Israel, the, the, the kingdom of Israel. And so tax collectors are the exact opposite of that. They're working for the government. <laughs> um, and they're, they're taking from the Jewish people. So they don't fit in that category. Um, they also don't fit in with the Pharisees. Um, because the Pharisees follow the letter of the law exactly, and they would never steal, or at least they tell people they would never steal. Um, and uh, the, the Talmud, which is the Jewish law that's not in our Bible, it actually taught Jews to lie to the tax collectors because they would often, because the tax collectors would often pocket a good chunk of what they taxed, they just told them, just lie to them about like how much you're making. Just cheat on your taxes, like old school styles. <laughs> and this was actually in the law, not the law that we follow in the Old Testament, but the Talmud. And so they, not only that, but they even weren't allowed in the synagogue. So tax collectors weren't allowed to come in and worship and give sacrifice because they were seen as unclean. Um, and they were, they were living a life of uncleanliness, and they were, they were marked by that. Um, it's their profession. They, they made a job of stealing. <laughs> um, and so they were just seen as unclean, and you were not to go anywhere near them, um, because if you're unclean, you can't give sacrifices. And that was just the way that it was back then. So he basically didn't have any friends, right? <laughs> um, but the ones that he did have were other tax collectors and criminals and prostitutes and uh, people like that. So he was so excited 
by being accepted, finally, that he even invited all of his horrible friends to dinner with Jesus, right? Um, so there's just, when you think about that, he just, he brought the people that he had. The people that he had were other tax collectors, criminals, prostitutes, these people that were, like, nobody wanted to be around them. And this is who Jesus said, absolutely, I want to go to that house. And so the second point here is that Jesus was bold. Um, it's a bold move. Um, so I don't know if you guys seen dodgeball, but yeah, we'll see if it works out for him. Um, so Jesus made a bold move, right? So he's going to sit down with this crew of people and he's going to love on them and he's going to associate with them. Because if you're reclining at their house, imagine this, it's like a super awesome sectional. I did a little bit of research on this, but it takes up the whole dining room, goes around in like a U shape and there's like cushions and everybody has their own little tray, kind of like at Flick's brew house. Um, and you can like recline. So everybody's sitting in there and Jesus as the guest would have been the center of the U. And then you've got people, um, to the left and right of him that were like the, the most, um, the, the best guests or whatever, um, would sit right next to him. So it was probably Jesus. And then right next to him, like Matthew, and then like one of his buddies on the other side or something like that. Um, so scandalous. This is, nobody did this. Nobody sat with them, reclined with them, ate with them, associated with them. And so, um, <clears throat> so having a party thrown for him with tax collectors, criminals, prostitutes, he, while, while also claiming to be the son of God, probably didn't sit well with the Pharisees and the church leaders, right? Especially since, you know, after this, he was doing things like healing on the Sabbath and not fasting like others did, and calling the Pharisees hypocrites on a regular basis. Um, so he was not out to make friends with the Pharisees and the church leaders and things like that. Um, so it was a bold move um, that he was going to sit with them. Um, and then the third point here is just that Matthew left everything. Like Jesus asked him, he's like, leave everything and follow me. So he was a pretty well-off tax collector. He was the type of tax collector that had cronies go get him his money. And he would sit in his office and just wait for the money to come in. So he's, picture this, he's sitting in his office waiting for his cronies to come bring the money in. And then Jesus comes and says, come with me. He's like, all right. And he hops out of the window and just like <laughs> takes off. Doesn't take any money with him or anything. He just leaves. So why? And, 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 to give a little bit more context with that too, after he left, it's a safe bet that, you know, either some other tax collector would have claimed his tax franchise for himself because they're all about stealing stuff or the people that Matthew stole from would have broken in and stole their money back, right? There's nobody guarding it. I'm going to just go ahead and take what's mine. So why, why did he just up and leave then? So let's go to that second passage. It's Luke 18, 10 through 14. So verse 10 says this, it says, two men went up into the temple to pray. And this is, again, this is a, a parable of Jesus. So Jesus is telling this, it's arguably either it's a story that Jesus is telling as an allegory, or it's actually something like based on true story. Um, it's up to debate on that. But that, so there's two men that went up into the temple to pray. One, a Pharisee, and the other, a tax collector. The Pharisee, standing by himself, prayed thus, God, I thank you that I am not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. 
I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I get. But the tax collector, standing far off, would not even lift up his eyes to heaven, but instead beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified, rather than the other. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. So Matthew had been outcast and not allowed in the synagogue, right? But he still called himself a Jew. So if he was probably holed up in his basement, like Philip and Bartholomew were uh, when they were nerding out on the Old Testament, Dungeons and Dragons style, right? Um, So he knew who Jesus was and how big of a deal it was that he was calling him. So he understood his his place in culture, and he also understood who Jesus was. Because if he was who he was claiming to be, holy cow, you're talking to me? Why? Okay, I'm up. I'm, I'm leaving. Like, so he was, he was well-versed on this, right? We know that because his, his gospel is rich with Old Testament stuff. And he was outcast. So he had to basically just study it on his own. He couldn't go to the synagogue to be taught. So he just was hungry to do it on his own because he still calls himself a Jew, right? So to be accepted by Jesus was a huge deal, especially since he was rejected by almost everyone. So his heart was ready for a change. He didn't want to live a shameful, isolated life of stealing from the people around him anymore. He wanted to be a part of a movement, something wholesome. He wanted to be a part of what Jesus was doing. So he felt filthy in his sin and just wanted to be clean. Has it ever felt that way? You know that feeling when you've been just eating junk food for days and drinking pop and uh, you just feel greasy and gross and you go to take an uh, ice-cold drink of water for the first time in a long time, right? And you're just like, wow, why does this taste so darn good right now? Um, that's how Matthew felt in that moment, right? So he was instantly ready to get out of that filthy lifestyle and take anyone and everyone he knew with him, right? Is that how we feel about following Jesus? When's the last time you've taken a drink of ice-cold water from the Word or shared Jesus with somebody? Have you ever felt that urgency to tell people about him? That you could tell them what they're missing out on. Maybe they want a glass of cold, ice-cold water like I did. You have an opportunity in the coming weeks, guys, while you're out of school to focus on pursuing God and getting to know Him personally, like we talked about. So when is the last time you studied the attributes of God instead of the actions of God? The more you nerd out and get to know God through his word and spending time in prayer, the more urgent and exciting it will be to want to share him with others. So do that these next few weeks. Study who God is and let that fuel the fire in you. 
to share him with people around you. We're going to sing that song once again, but let's just pray real quick as we transition. Um, God, just help us to do that this week. Help us to find out who you are and why it's such a big deal that you would come and die for us, that you would choose us, that you would ask us to follow you. Why is that such a big deal? It's a big deal because of who you are. It's a big deal because you're the God of the universe. You created everything. And you chose to die for us. You chose to come to earth and humble yourself as a child. God, don't let another Christmas go by without us recognizing that. That you are incredible and you are worth knowing. And the fact that you would come and die for us is a big deal. I pray these things in your name, Jesus. Amen. All right, let's sing this one more time now.